Hello and welcome to episode six of The Conversation. My name is Josh and in this episode I sat down with Reflow founders Mike and Lee to talk about 2023, what we've achieved and what next year looks like. To catch up on previous episodes of The Conversation, head over to our YouTube channel. I think a software firm should never sit still. That's deadly, you know. You should always keep keep looking at what you're doing and inventing and adding and making it because you're, you're soon to stagnate. In the next release, 1.7, so that's exciting and to have that ready to roll out in the new years, you know, something to look forward to and um, good achievement to get there and get that get that finished. Michael Lee, thanks for um, taking some time out to sit and chat with us again. When we launched the podcast series, um, one of the first questions we asked you was how you two were feeling. So I think it's only right that we start this episode off as well by asking how you two are feeling. You, you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I, you know, hey, it's, it's been, a, it's been a, a very busy year. I feels like a lifetime ago that we had this, <laughs> we had the first conversation with you actually. Um, but it's been a, an amazing year for us. We've, we've, um, we've achieved everything that we wanted to achieve which I think is unprecedented for us because we never kind of, that, that never happens really. Um, and uh, growth has been phenomenal and looking forward to the Christmas break. Yeah, us. definitely looking forward to Christmas break. Obviously, <laughs> a little bit tired from a very busy year, but we're on the verge of um, our, one of our largest product updates ever in the next release, 1.7. So that's exciting and to have that ready to roll out in the new years, you know, something to look forward to. and. Um, good achievement to get there and get that get that finished. Think back to the start of the year. What were what were your main visions for how this year would go? Well, the biggest vision for us was to see if we could double double our revenue, double our users, double our customers. Um, we also were finding that more and more enterprise organisations were coming our way. So could we could we keep that you know kind of pipeline you know accelerating it the way that it was those were all our sort of aspirations just thinking back to how we've grown as a team we've taken on something like 10 new staff members this year yeah how complete do you think the team is for the time being we've only just begun <laughs> yeah um i think actually we've kind of we've nicely we did a lot of hiring at the, in the first sort of six months and it's kind of tailed off a little bit over the last six months. We've still had more people coming in, but it's just sort of like just quieting down a little bit because I'm a big believer in the idea that, you know, if, if you get too much on all at once, you've got too many people trying to learn all the ropes all at once. Whereas actually, if you kind of level up, get everybody to be experts at what they're doing, and then you're ready for the next sort of stage. So it's in, in stepping stones. So I, I think that's for where we are right now, we're in a really, we're in a good place. Yeah, I think it's natural as, as a company grows, um, new departments evolve because you end up splitting up teams into smaller departments or there's a need for another, you know, subset of staff we haven't had before. Mm -hmm. So that happens naturally as you grow. Yeah, certainly. And, and we're learning all the time, you know. So we suddenly realise there are new, there are totally new roles, as Lee says, that we hadn't even thought of before that are, that are becoming more and more important. So, did you expect the level of growth that we've had this year? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I felt it's become a lot easier to predict it now. Mm. You know, 
and there were certain things that I felt very, very confident that we needed to put in place in order to achieve that, and you get the right people in place, and we've been lucky to, to hack to get the right people. And so for me, I, I feel confident to be able to say, this is what we wanted to achieve, and we've achieved it, we're broadly speaking, exactly where we expected to be, which is great. Yeah, I agree. Because we've grown so much and we've taken on so many new customers this year, has that altered the plans for the software at all? Did it speed up some of the decisions? The software is always driven by customer feedback, and that has been one of our you know, key, key requirements as we go along. As we work with the industries we work with, we need their industry knowledge to advise us on where the software needs a new piece of functionality or, or improvement. I think working with enterprise clients has driven us to obviously um, focus on making sure the software can scale and certainly focus on connecting with other enterprise platforms, which is um, something we've done a lot with this year. So that brings us nicely on to the next little section of this podcast, which is having a look at all the milestones that we've achieved this year. It's our fifth year as a company this year. Did you ever see the app? and what, what we offer getting to the position that it's in, where we've got enterprise clients like RSK, WJ and Tarmac. Well, we always hoped for it, didn't we? Yeah, I don't think, never, never, never not saw it, but it's obviously nice for it to be at that level now. I think to, the amount of work that's gone into the product, you know, the solution we offer, it's, it's good to be recognised that it's at that scale and it's, um, you know, becoming a, sort of industry standard. Um, and then obviously, yeah, working with other enterprise software and being part of a, you know, a connected tool set of, of ERP and Reflow, whatever it may be, is a really good place to be in. And it shows that our field service product, you know, really stands out and can complement those other products. You can never predict at the beginning, I mean, especially, especially at the beginning, beginning, which, Frankly, it's always a whirlwind because you're really making it up at the start. Because we didn't, as I think we've talked about in the past, you know, we didn't. It was the, the the birth of Reflow was was not. It was it just all came about. It's not something that we specifically said. Right, this is what we're going to do. It just sort of happened. And so then you're you find yourself for a couple of years in this process of kind of catching up almost with the life that this thing has taken on. And trying to work out, okay, how can we steer it? Because to start with, it's like a baby. It's just sort of going, well, like a toddler, really. It's going all over the place. <laughs> and you need to kind of give it some rules and get it into the right kind of zone and, and, and grow it just like that, really. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's always a bit of luck involved. And also the people that we've gathered around us. Um, but, yeah, expectations. It's much easier now for us to be able to kind of guide it and be able to work out We've got fairly good plans for the next sort of two, three years now, mm. probably even slightly further on. And we, I think we can see it more now. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So another big milestone that we reached this year, something you um, mentioned was one of our big goals for the year is um, doubling our revenue, which we've done. Yeah. Um, how did it feel when we got there and does it ever tempt you when things are going well to keep adding new stuff or is it just a case of okay we know what we're doing works at the moment 
let's just really perfect that before we before we press on and add new things. I think a software firm should never sit still. That's deadly, you know. You should always keep keep looking at what you're doing and inventing and adding and making it because you're you're soon to stagnate. From a product development point of view, we we run a very nice balance between uh, refactoring the product to improve what's already there, to yeah. increase security or stability or scalability, but we also run a, a feature track along with that. So we never sit back and just let what, what, what's there be. We're working always from both sides, improving and adding together. And I think that's key to make sure the product continues to grow and grow with the client's needs because there's always you know, new, new requirements or things that are, have been on the list that you haven't done yet. This is sort of an endless list of con continuous improvements. Next big thing this year was Re Reflow 1.6. You kind of mentioned a little bit about this earlier on, but how much do clients influence what we do with the app? There's always an internal roadmap um, of things that we are, you know, wanting to do with the product, whether it's just, like I say, um, refactoring something that's existing and improving on it. New functionality-wise, it's, it's always client-led, and we tend to um, take every client request and we, we store those, and then we look and review those, and we look for commonalities. Unfortunately, you can't always do everything for everybody, but we're always looking for something that's been requested you know, more than two or three times, and we can find a, a common need, and then we'll work out how best to um, achieve that in the system. I think the key thing about Reflow is we see it really as a collection of tools. So we try to make the product not too specific. And it's about us trying to interpret what the client requirement is and then adding a new tool to facilitate that. But then that could be used in different ways for different industries. So, you know, feedback from the clients is super important to us. Um, and it's getting that balance between, you know, what's needed and how to implement it. I mean, customers, very, uh, they've always driven the product right from day one. And uh, it's, it's critical that we kind of do our very best. It's, it's difficult, it's very challenging. And of course, we want to be able to do everything we possibly can, but it's just not always possible. But sometimes things become possible later on you know, that we didn't think that they would, simply because of the way that things just sort of stack up, really. This year we formed some quite exciting partnerships with other software, so things like Samsara, Xero, Polymer, how important is it, do you think, that software like ours is able to connect to other packages like that? Yeah, that's, there's no such thing as an end-to-end -end system. And I don't think that that's ever really going to happen. It's all about best of breed. And it's about um, working with great organisations out there to, to specialise, to focus on what they do really, really well. We've been tempted by all sorts of things in the past, and we've... I think we've made broadly some good choices on what not to do. And I think as a business, that is always something that one should always remember is what should you not do as much as what you should do. So how, how do you choose what software to partner with? I think we're clear on where our strengths lie. And obviously field management is our, our key area that we work within. So it makes sense to then partner with products that provide financial or um, ERPs that can manage uh, customer relations process or HR. Um, our, our true strengths are within the field management side and that's what we really focus on. And then 
it comes from, um, again, our clients, products that they are possibly already using or as they, you know, revamp their internal processes and maybe digitalize some of their processes, they'll, they'll look for other products that meet their needs from a payroll or finance point of view. And then we can sort of augment that with the field management part. And we're just trying to make it easier and easier to connect to those products so that the data is consistent, not duplicated, and make that whole process as smooth as possible. We've started to look outside of the UK. Mike, you recently visited uh, Highways USA. How do you know when it's time to start looking elsewhere and sort of expanding into other territories? We've been propositioned by organisations all over the globe for years. It's just that we've always made the choice to make sure that we get it right here first. And I think that we're starting to get to that place now where we feel a bit more confident, not just in terms of the software, but also the team and our maturity as a business and organisation. And this year has been that turning point for us. We wouldn't have wanted to do it before then. And I think that we, it's, it's natural for any organisation to be thinking about their TAM, their total addressable market. And uh, although there's still a great deal of it here in the UK for the, the verticals that we serve, obviously other markets naturally you start to look at as you get bigger and thinking, okay, well, what, 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 what's out there? Um, and it's, we have some customers that are already working out in the US and in Europe. And so we're just, we're now starting to look at our options and what we're, what we're dealing with. And we're thinking fairly confidently that it's something we'd like to look at in a big way next year. And that will, again, that will bring up its own realm of, you know, okay, this is new, how do we do this? What about that? Because every market presents its own challenges and problems and new ways of doing things, cultural differences, etc. So, you know, we'll um, make sure that we do it carefully and properly and we want to make sure that we're able to provide the same level of service to other markets that we do over here. And so that's, it's not just about the software, it's about the infrastructure that we've put around that. I think it's fair to say this year's been Reflow's biggest year yet. Is next year going to be Reflow's biggest year yet? Yeah. I think so. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, from from a product point of view, uh, we're releasing 1.7 next year, and it's a bigger update than 1.6, so we've made that bigger, and then I'm sure the business will grow even more than we did this year. We're just talking about the other market area. We're, we're looking at very seriously our plan through the course of next year is to make sure the product's ready for us to be able to do that and for us to seriously start to actually get the product out to. And it's not just about the US, we are looking at other places as well, what we can do and how we can do it. And, and Lee and I have both been doing some research around that. Um, so that will form part of it. More growth in terms of the team so that we can continue to supply, to, to provide a really good service, support, and get our name out there other verticals, etc. We've been quite busy this year in terms of being at events and trade shows and bits and pieces. Have we got any rough ideas where people can find us next year? I think the plan is to be at even more events than we were even at this year. So yes, we'll be in all the normal places we've been, plus a whole bunch of others, as we look at more, more kind of industry sectors that, um, that are interesting to us, as well as, yes, indeed, 
outside of the UK as well. A big thing that we've done historically is kind of award sponsorship. Are we likely to see Reflow going for any awards anytime soon? We will put ourselves forward and and, and the judges will decide. <laughs> <laughs> but what plans have we got to grow the company next year? Are we looking to add more staff? We've moved office this year. Are we looking at maybe needing to move again anytime soon? We've got the space here to be able to do what we need to do next year, as far as we can tell, um, unless we propel forward even more than expectations. Um, in terms of what we want to achieve financially, it's broadly the same as, as this year. It's trying to, trying to keep on that traje same trajectory. Um, so certainly more people, more marketing, more software, yeah, you know, it'll be the same again. We'll yeah, we'll push to create an even bigger update with more of the requests and, and functionality and improvements. We'll grow the team as required, and I'm sure we'll be taking on a lot more staff in the new year. And, you know, hopefully we'll continue to attract more, more clients. Whilst also providing uh, the same friendly model that we do in terms of support putting a face on software we think is really important because people want to deal with people and that's what it's all about you know so finally uh what's been your highlight for the year that's quite difficult to say actually it, it's uh, for me it's hard because you kind of like the, the year just becomes like a bit of a whirlwind and it's only when you can sort of step back from it and actually this time of year is I think quite a good time for us to be able to sort of do that a little bit. Yeah, wind down a little bit. I mean, for me, it would be like technical highlights because obviously I'm, I'm in, the, in the guts of the product. But I do, I think when, uh, when we got the Polymer integration into 1.7, which is due for release, and we started generating AI-driven reporting, it was exciting to see that. I love technology, seeing data that we'd curated get presented automatically in, a, in an interesting way was exciting. So for me, that was a technical highlight of the year, I think. Thank you both so much for giving up some time to sit and chat with me. Look forward to seeing you both in the, in the new year so we can, we can carry on. Thank you. Thank you. This has been the conversation with Refer Field Management. To find out more about field management, head to re-flow.co.uk, book a demo and qualify for a free trial. To find out more about Reflow, follow us on all of our social media channels.